Hey, welcome back to the Marriage Chicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree? Let's have a conversation. On the line with me is my friend, Christy Whaley. Welcome. Hi, Kim. Boy, I hope I can read this, what I had planned to read, without cracking up. It's hard to do, especially after listening to your wonderful beginning to your program today. I've got my flag out and... uh, Anyway, it is a solemn day, and you and I were both at Normandy and the American Cemetery where all those graves are of our fallen soldiers, and it really is something to contemplate, and oh my goodness, my voice is shaky uh, to contemplate. You know, I was at Normandy with Frank DeVita, who we were just talking about, at the cemetery, and I was Mm -hmm. walking with him through the cemetery, and we said, Frank, you're such a hero, and he said, I'm not a hero. These guys laying here, they're, they're her- they're, they are the heroes. And, Christy, you and I are in Liberty Toastmasters together, and, um, you know, we're always working to improve our communication skills. And the other day uh, at Liberty Toastmasters, you had shared something, and I thought this would be beautiful for you to do this, and good luck trying to get through it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Kim. I read this on a flight um, on Memorial Day as we were taxiing into the gate in San Francisco, and I said I was going to read this in tribute to our fallen soldiers, and it's called Freedom. Well, and just stop. You're a flight attendant. You were a flight attendant, right? Yes, I was a flight attendant, and it was uh, my job at that time to be on the on the PA system. So I had the control of the mic, so that was good. So you read this as you were going into San Francisco on Memorial Day. Yes, I had. Right. We were taxiing into the gate. I had said to our landing spiel, you know, thanks for flying with us. Please remain seated. Da, 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 da. And people weren't paying a whole lot of attention. And so then I said I'd like to read this as a tribute. And it was still kind of noisy. But things think, then things started quieting down. And at the end, there was applause. And it was gratifying i wasn't it wasn't all applause but it was uh pretty gratifying to hear the response so okay let's let's hear it okay it's called freedom source it is the soldier not the reporter who has given us freedom of the press it is the soldier not the poet who has given us freedom of speech it is the soldier not the campus organizer who has given us the freedom to demonstrate It is the soldier, not the lawyer, who has given us the right to a fair trial. It is the soldier who salutes the flag, who serves under the flag, and whose coffin is draped by the flag, who allows the protester to burn the flag. Were it not for the brave, there would be no land of the free. Author is unknown. Well, I tell you, that's really, it's powerful. And it's been the soldiers across the, across the history of our country. It was the soldiers of the, of the Revolutionary War. It was the soldiers in the Civil War, World War I, World War II, our, our young men and women now. And, uh, and because of that, I got, as I got up and I was, you know, looking at the sunrise, I, I was thinking about those guys you know, as they were jumping in behind enemy lines. Uh, Guy Whidden, one of the guys that I got to go with, um, he said that uh, he was hit in the head. He he landed and he was hit in the head with his uh, pack that came in in uh, under another parachute. And so he was out for just a little bit. 
And one of the mm. things they had is they had these clickers, and you had to click it uh, so that it was their way to identify that they were uh, Americans. And he couldn't find his clicker, and it's really dark. And somebody comes up to him and uh, asks who he is, and he couldn't find his clicker. It was, it was one of our guys. And, and imagine, mm-hmm. all these guys jump in in the dark, and then they're supposed to try to come together, and then they have a mission that they're supposed to accomplish. And a lot of them jump, ended up you know, off where they thought they were going to be, and uh, maybe not with their complete company, but they came together and they started to secure, you know, these um, crossroads and bridges. So anyway, Guy said them that, that another American came up and asked him to identify himself and he couldn't find his clicker. And so finally he's like, I'm from and gave his hometown and I used to date this beautiful redhead girl. And the guy goes, oh, you must be an American. So so anyway, they got together and, and they went on. And, and, you know, these guys are in their 90s. But as I, I look oh, at the yeah. pictures of them back, I mean, they were uh, I mean, they had trained. They were in shape. It was absolutely amazing. Well, it really still was, there? Kim, and uh, yeah, it was. It would that would be thrilling to recognize another Yank and know that okay, this is one of the good guys. Well, and did you see? Um, it, well, let's see. I was with these D-Day veterans, you know, in 2016, and Christy, it is amazing. It they are revered in Normandy, and one of the things that was really great with our group is people wanted to invite them to their home to say thank you. And in fact, we ended up, this was, uh, I think, off of Utah Beach. It was a family that they were from Belgium, but they had a summer home in Normandy. And um, uh, let's see, the, the, the grandmother had been a little girl. She had been two years old. They were Jewish. And uh, when she was two years old was when the Nazis moved into Belgium, I think. I'm trying to get the story right, but it's close. And um, mm-hmm. so what happened, a number of Catholic families would took, took these little children because uh, the parents were taken off to concentration camps. And both her father and mother were taken to a concentration camp. So all of a sudden you have all these uh, families that are, are uh, saying these are our children. And so a Catholic family had um, taken her in, and her father did not make it back from uh, the concentration camp, but her mother did. And the story is absolutely amazing. And uh, Chrissy, you know what? I'll let you go ahead and go, because um, was there anything else you wanted to say, and then I'll finish this story? Oh, it was just that I, I agree with you, Kim. I was just so impressed with the French people out in the countryside especially that still revere the the Americans. And, I mean, we liberated them, and they were so grateful, even though they went through some incredible hardships themselves. And, yeah, at that little town near the bridge, the first bridge that was taken, they have jeeps rolling through. I mean, I was there on D-Day like you were, and, uh, I mean, not you know, 73 years later or something. But, yeah, the town is in uh, American GI uniforms, jeeps, tanks. Uh, there's parades. It's... I mean, 73 years later, or whatever it was, that is still going on. And the children are raised knowing this. They know this Absolutely. because it was so crucial to their survival. Absolutely. So it's just kind of sad that we don't have that in our country. Well, we need to, get, we need to work on that. That's our battle. So, Christy Whaley, thank you so much for sharing okay. that. Okay. 